Hello, everyone, and welcome to Secret Keepers Club. Thank you for tuning in. I am just so happy that you're here, and I'm happy to be back. I took the last week off. I said, hey, I'm taking the week. I was in California. I'm back now. I uh, had a great time. We, we taped the comedy special out in LA at the Netflix festival. Um, it should be out. I don't know the exact date yet because they didn't tell me yet, but it should be out in June at some point. I don't know, early or late, but I'll fill you guys in on that when I know more info. And it was just such a fun time. We had a great show. Um, it was, it, by the way, I think they might change the name of it too, but that's another thing I'll probably uh, update you guys on. But um, it was Pete, obviously me, Julio, Joey Gay, um, uh, Nico White, Jordan Rock, Julio Gallerati, MGK was there. Big Wet was there. The whole crew, the the whole crew. And it really, really was fun. Um, so I'm so excited. I'm so excited for you guys to see it. I had a, a wardrobe crisis. It was, I was running around. I didn't know what I was even going to wear 20 minutes until 20 minutes before I had to leave. So you guys know me. I'm a psycho. Okay. And so that's that. What else did I need to, um, to, oh, before I say anything else, before I go any further, I need to make a formal public announcement and apology. Okay. The last episode, I didn't know what the phrase, the big C stood for. Okay. A girl had written in a girl had wrote in saying she didn't want to kiss a guy. So she used the big C as an excuse. Okay. So I was going, oh, I don't know. I was going on and on and on. And when I tell you, not only did I get DMs from you guys, I got, I got text messages and, and phone calls from people in my personal life that were genuinely worried about me for not knowing what the hell it was. And I do have a little bit of a defense. Okay. There were bigger C's than COVID. I didn't realize it was COVID. I'm thinking, oh my God, this girl really didn't want to kiss him. So she said she had cancer. That was really what I thought the big, it should be like the, the medium size C or the smaller C. That was really what I was thinking in my head. I'm like, wow, that's like kind of intense. And I didn't even want to say it because I'm like, I could be wrong. And guess what? I was wrong. And I, and I will formally apologize for that. It's so funny too, because you guys reminded me that I actually told you to do that. I told you if you didn't want to kiss someone, you go out on a date and you want to get out of it. Just say you're nervous about COVID. That's what I've been telling you guys. And yet you, you bring it back and you actually do it. And here I am forgetting my own. Listen, you guys know I'm a damn mess. Okay. So that was my, the first thing that I had to talk to you guys about. Okay. The second thing is, um, I wanted to tell you guys the funny, like, I, I don't know why, but this is like such an embarrassing, it's weirdly embarrassing. Actually, everything about it is embarrassing. So my friend, Ashley, my best friend came to visit when I was in LA, she came to the show, she came to support, you know, and she gets to the hotel and she's like, first thing she brings up, the first thing she brings up is she's like, you know what I've always wanted to do? I've always wanted to go on one of those celebrity house tours so we could see all of the mansions. You know, they take you in a like golf cart style bus and they drive up in the hills and you get to see all the mansions, right? So she's she brought it up about 14 times. 
And then when we were out with my friend, Sarah, shout out to Sarah. Uh, she brought it up again and Sarah, we were all drunk and Sarah's like, oh, I'll book us on one of those. Oh yeah, I would love to do that. That sounds like so much fun. So Sarah books us on this tour. We don't realize that it's the TMZ celebrity bus tour. Okay, you know that fucking bus tour that they're hawking left and right on TMZ. That's the bus tour that Sarah booked. Okay, because it was like the first one that she clicked on. We were drunk. Oh, let me just, I'm going to get those tickets. Okay. And this tour is not a celebrity home tour. This is not a tour of the hills. This is a bus that drives through Hollywood pretty much. And to they, they go to all the hot spots that they think celebrities might be at. And the girl inside that's hosting the tour uh, has a, a loudspeaker connected to the bus. And she pretty much yells at people who either are famous or she thinks they're famous or they're just not famous at all. They're just like random people that might look like it, it's like some random guy that looks like the guy from Catfish. Okay. And she screams very loud at these people and the bus is it has megaphones attached to the entire fucking bus. Okay. So I realized, oops, Sarah booked us the wrong thing, but I'm not trying to be a party pooper, right? My friend came all the way out to LA. Maybe she'll have fun. Maybe, maybe we'll go somewhere good. No, no. We were horrified the entire bus ride, you guys. They're stopping. Oh, is that so and so? Oh, is that okay? First of all, the people on these bu- on this bus is they're all freaks. And, and I'm sorry if you were on the bus. I'm sorry, but all these people are freaks, you know. But they probably also I don't know probably thought we were freaks. We're all on the same bus. Anywho, we're driving past this restaurant and this girl s- sees this guy who was on Gossip Girl 25 years ago. Okay, and she screams, stop the bus, stop the bus, stop the bus now. Okay, like it's fucking Brad Pitt. The bus driver slams on the brakes. I (laughs) am catapulted into the seat in front of me. Okay, to the point where and and I'll and I'll post this on my Instagram story after I uh, (laughs) after this comes out. I'm recording this uh, Sunday morning. I'll post it tomorrow after this episode is out. But uh, I go I go about 180 fucking miles an hour into the seat in front of me. And I have, you guys know me, I'm always, I always, my face is always covered in aquaphor. The way that there was a face print of goo, of, of <laughs> sheen on the seat in front of me, of my actual face um, is horrific. And I really fucked up. (laughs) You guys, I really fucked up my neck. And (laughs) I've, my friends were like, you should sue. I'm like, I'm too embarrassed to admit that I was on this TMZ celebrity bus tour. Not the TMZ celebrity sightings bus tour. Yeah, that was me on there. Imagine if I sued them for that. I would be dragged to oblivion. And I don't even know why I'm telling this story publicly on this podcast. (laughs) Because it's so embarrassing. (laughs) 
Oh my God. I'm like, girl, I'm too embarrassed. First of all, I'm embarrassed that I was on the bus. Second of all, I'm embarrassed that my face was that greasy that it, and I'm embarrassed that I almost got freaking decapitated on a TMZ celebrity sightings bus tour. Can you guys imagine you, you hear news that, that I got decapitated and you're like, how did it happen? And someone's like, she got <laughs> her head fucking knocked right off her body because they stopped short on the TMZ celebrity sightings bus tour when they saw the guy that was one of he was the fifth most famous person on Gossip Girl 25 years ago. <laughs> no, because I'm done. No, because I'm done. And I, the second we got there, I said, girl, I kind of I hate the both of you. But we all got ourselves into that situation. It wasn't anybody's fault. And I wasn't going to be a party pooper. I wasn't going to be like, I'm not going on the bus. I said, you know what? I'm going to ride or die for my girlies. And I almost did die on the ride. But so that was really funny. Also, I wanted to tell you guys about a show that I watched um, called Severance. It's on Apple TV. You absolutely have to watch it. I'm giving it a 10 out of 10. Okay. Thank God there's a second season. Uh, it's only one season, eight episodes, pretty quick, bit, like good bingey show. And it's Adam Scott and uh, my baby boy, my favorite guy ever, freaking John Totoro, my baby boy. If anything ever happens to John Totoro, I'm, I'm going to cry every single day for 25 years. Okay. I love that man. Him and Christopher Walken can't beat it. That's a, that's a cast. That's a lineup. If I ever heard one and it's a really, really good show. Very dark. I would say if you're kind of in a wishy-washy mood, maybe don't start it. Cause it's a lot. Um, but it is a great, great show. And I am open to recommendations. If you guys have anything, uh, if you want to recommend anything for me to watch, because I'm back on my binge watching baby. I, I was, I was out working late for, for too long and I didn't get my, my nightly shows. So, so funny. I'm going, uh, to my parents' house later in like a hour, actually. Well, yeah. In like an hour, I'm going to go to my parents' house because it's mother's day. Happy mother's day to, to all, all of the moms out there, your mom, my mom, if you are a mom, uh, if you're pregnant, if you're trying to get pregnant, anything like that. And also to, to the dog and cat moms, I woke up this morning and I said, hello. And, and Stanley's like, yeah, I'm like, wow. Okay. That's all I'm going to get. Okay. I did give birth to them, you know? So anywho, let's get to these emails. You guys, uh, you can send in questions to secretkeepersclub at gmail.com. And here we go. So this one says Finsta says, I just have to unburden myself and tell someone this. A few years back, I met a guy on Bumble. Let's call him Ron. We both weren't in a position to be in a relationship at the time. So we were hooking up all the while seeing other people, but we both knew we were each other's main hookup. Romantic, I know. I didn't realize how many girls he was seeing until I started going through his phone. Uh-oh. I would get so jealous that I made a fake dog Instagram account and followed all of the girls. <laughs> 
that I was suspicious of having suspicious of him having sex with. One day I saw this girl post a video from his balcony and I lost it. I did the most toxic thing I've ever done in my life and messaged my Instagram account through my Finsta saying some nasty stuff about how he doesn't care about me and that he's banging so many girls. I then went ahead and screenshot the messages and sent them to him. Uh, right away, he called me and said he doesn't know who that is, but he noticed that this dog, <laughs> oh God, that this dog page was following him and a bunch of people that he quote unquote knows. He then proceeded to profusely apologize and said none of that stuff was true. Fast forward to six months later, he asked me to be his girlfriend and we've been happily together for over a year. To this day, he's convinced that another wacko girl made that dog Insta and sent me that message. I never, oh, okay. So this actually worked out in your favor. I've never gone through his phone since being in a relationship with him because I never felt inclined to. I really trust him when we have a solid foundation. However, I always think back and wonder if things would have been different if I never made that dog account. It's since been deleted and never spoken about again. Oh my God. This is something nobody knows about. Not even my best friend. And you better believe my boyfriend will never find out. Oh my God. But here's the thing is it worked. I don't know. I mean, it worked. It worked. Here's the thing. Sometimes, uh, first of all, I always say this going through somebody's phone is always going to drive you crazy. It's always going to drive you crazy. You'll never be like, I feel better ever, ever. I promise you that's number one. But sometimes things happen that make us into a crazy person. You know, they make us a little wacky. They make us do things or say things that we normally wouldn't do. So I get it. I've been in the position before, but that's actually, I think you might be a genius. So you messaged your Instagram from your other fake Instagram, which was a picture of a dog. And the dog was like, your man is banging a lot of girls. Wow. God bless. God bless. You should, that's not anything to be ashamed of. You should start bragging about that because that's actually genius. Okay. So this one says I'm in love with a married man update. Oh, I remember you. Hi girly. I'm not sure if you remember, but I wrote back in January looking for advice about a married man. I'm not sure that I have a question, but I needed to update you after hearing your response. I realized I was bonkers and I distanced my distance distanced myself from their family entirely. However, it turns out said man moved out of his wife's house and they separated about a month later. He has since pretty recently asked me to meet up for drinks and we've gone on two dates. Okay. So see, this is how it, this is how it should have worked out. This is good. Uh, kissed him right on the lips. Sounds crazy enough. He's perfect, but it only gets crazier. I've since found out that hit that married man's wife has been fucking my dad. What? Hold on. Oh my God. My headphones fell off. My head, my headphones just fell off because of the, the knee jerk girls. Is this a juicy episode today? I just have a feeling it's going to be a juicer. Okay. Let me go back and reread that. The way that I, I was just in so much shock that the headphones blew right off my head. (laughs) Okay. Here we go. I've since found out that the married man's wife has been fucking my dad. Okay. So that is what it said. My dad has been having an affair with this 28 year old woman. Can you just absolutely believe it? He moved out of our house and they're now publicly dating girl. Stop. I'm dying. No. 
living in a movie here and needing your opinion. Lots of love coming from this very messy and intertwined secret keeper. Oh my God. The way that you need to add pictures next time, I need to see, here's what I need to see. And these are my message requests. I need to see a picture of your dad. I'm sorry, but I need to see that man. I need to see the girl. And I, more so than that, I need to know if she was hooking up with your dad while, oh my God, while they were married. Did she cheat on him? Girl, did she cheat on him with your dad? The fact that you're going to marry her ex-husband and, and your dad is going to marry her. And then she's going to be your, (laughs) your husband's mother-in-law. I mean, or, or because here's the thing too. Did she maybe find out that you and her husband went out on a date and then started? Oh no, no, no. Because it says that they're no, that's a, they were together before you and the husband got together. Right. Cause I was going to say, if you and the husband got together before she got with your dad, I'm like, that's just <laughs> revenge is a, is a dish. Revenge is a dish best served cold baby, you know, and I can't hate on my girlies for that. That's number one rule in the rule book. <laughs> Someone steals your man. You, you guys have been around for a while. You know what the rules are. Someone steals your man. Their dad is not off limits. But it seems like, oh my God, girl, we need more information. I need a, I need a second update on this. I I can't, I can't, this is a good, something's in the air. Um, okay. Wow. Let's get to this next one. I really don't have any advice for you because that's something that's literally never happened to anyone in the history of, of the world since the dawn of time, since the dawn of time. So I don't have any advice for you, but I'm number one. I got to say, I'm happy that you're happy. Um, And number two, (laughs) Jesus Christ. I mean, wow. Wow. Okay, you guys, just a quick question. Just a quick question. Damn it. Just a quick word from our sponsors for this week's episode. Secret Keepers Club is sponsored by Nutrafol. 30 million women experience weakened or thinning hair, but thousands of women have taken control of their hair with Nutrafol. Improve hair growth and less shedding through all stages of your life. You'll begin to experience thicker, stronger, faster growing hair in three to six months. I would say I've been taking Nutrafol for about three months and I try and, and remember to take it every single day, but I do notice a difference in my hair, the thickness, the texture, I think it's growing quicker. Um, and you know, I'm always, I'm always trying to make my hair grow. I'm trying to be like share you guys. I'm trying to get my hair to grow down to my butt. So this might be helping me. Uh, Nutrafol is a physician formulated to be 100% drug free. Only natural clinically effective botanicals are in there. It works by targeting the five root causes of thinning, Uh, which is stress, hormones, environment, nutrition, and your metabolism. When you subscribe, you receive monthly deliveries, so you never miss a dose. You can grow thicker, longer, healthier hair and support the show by going to Nutrafol.com and use promo code secret. New customers get $15 off your first month subscription. This is their best offer available anywhere and only available to U.S. customers for a limited time. Plus get free shipping on every order. So take $15 off at Nutrafol.com spelled N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L.com promo code secret stand up for your strands and get Nutrafol. 
Okay. So this next one doesn't have a title, but uh, it just says, Hey girl, miss your episode this week, but I've been seeing and hearing a lot of stories about running into your exes. When they drive by you, the girl from last episode was eating alone in her car when her ex's friend saw her. Well, this happened to me on possibly two occasions in the last year. I was in the parking lot where I know my abusive ex goes to the gym totally sucks, but what can I do? So I get an ice cream and I'm just chilling under the lights, but I see a black car like his, and then someone who resembled him. And I was like, all right, time to look down and avoid. But honestly, he could have been staring at me while I was just stuffing my face. <laughs> oh my God. Somebody's staring at you while you're eating ice cream too. Um, and then my ex from out of state likely drove past me the other day. Some dude in the white car just glared at me the entire time. He was, uh, he was turning directly past me, girl. I just stared straight ahead. Not today. Satan love you. Kiss you right on the lips. <laughs> honestly, being seen when you're not planning on, on being seen by somebody that, you know, is, is a nightmare. I, um, last year I, I had like pretty briefly, uh, dated this guy. We were hanging out and then we stopped talking for a little bit. And then, but he's like in my neighborhood all the time and, um, he like lives around. So, we're always kind of, I always feel like, oh, we're probably always in the same spot. So I had asked him, I'm like, oh, I'm surprised I haven't bumped into you. I said, did you ever see me? You know? And do you want to know what he fucking said? <laughs> he goes, yeah, I saw you once. You look like a crackhead. <laughs> I'm like, what? He's like, you looked like a crackhead. He's like, you were all disheveled. <laughs> You guys, sometimes when I go out to get like a, a vape or something, I'm just wearing my PJs out there. <laughs> I'm wearing my little Ugg boots and my and my Tweety Bird pajama pants. <laughs> so he's like, yeah, no, I saw you. I was like, that wasn't me. Sorry, that wasn't me. As far as you're concerned. No, being seen is a nightmare, nightmare, unless you look like really, really good. Uh, okay, this next one. Hold on. Let's get to this one. This one says writing you from urgent care. Oh, God. Hi, Carly and the two furry princes. My best friend and I love the podcast. And when I told her what I was dealing with this morning, she was like, oh, my God, you have to send Carly an email. So here we go. Okay, girl, are you okay? You said you were in urgent care. I guess we'll find out. I matched with a guy on Tinder recently who seemed normal and we actually had mutual friends. So I went out with him. We completely hit it off and ended up banging on the first date. I usually don't do that. Mm -hmm. You don't have to, you don't have to explain yourself with me. She said, I usually don't do that. And neither of us were expecting to, but we had amazing physical chemistry and it felt so right. So it just kind of slipped, LOL. We ended up really liking each other and I've seen him four times just this week. Since the physical chemistry is so great, we bang once or twice every time we've hung out. So that's like seven times this week, girly. Okay, now you're just bragging. Last night I went to his... Last night, I finally went to his apartment. He had always been coming to mine. And this man had a matching shower curtain and towels, bath mat, hand soap, electric toothbrush, hair products, etc. And it was clean. Carly, I died. I sent my BFF pictures of the bathroom and said, Carly would love this for me. <laughs> Honestly, I don't. 
this seems like just an email of you bragging about this guy. Wow. Okay. Uh, fast forward. I get up this morning and we have morning sex. And a little later, I start to feel weird. I go to the bathroom and I just knew I had a UTI. Oh God. He was so sweet and offered to let me use his teledoc account to take me to urgent care. Oh, but I was like, I'd rather you not come and listen to me talk about how much it hurts to pee, LOL. <laughs> so I'm emailing you this from urgent care waiting room. This just goes to show that even if a man is perfect, he'll still find a way to fuck your day up. <laughs> Honestly, though, it could be worse. It could be worse. But I get why you wouldn't want him to go with you. But hey, he could have came and sat with you in the I, I would have been like, I get why you didn't want him to. But I would have been like, yeah, no, you're coming and sitting with me in the in the uh, waiting room because you did this essentially. You know. Good for you, though. Keep us posted on that. S- sounds like a keeper to me. Uh, this one says appalling items in a man's apartment. Oh, God. <laughs> Hi, Carly and the kittens just sharing some obscure findings from a man's apartment. I briefly dated a guy a few years ago who was very hot, but also erratic. It's not the way it always works out. It's like never the other way around. Uh, I went over to his apartment and girl, I have never seen an apartment. So not only messy, but dirty, because, you know, those are two different things. The worst part of it all is on the very disgusting trash covered surface of his home kitchen counter, bathroom counter, desk, coffee table, cart, you name it, was a bottle of Astroglide lube. <laughs> no, because I die right then and there. I died right then. I, I would die right then and there. If I went to a guy's house and it was a mess and he had a, a, a half or empty bottle of Astroglide, I would be like, I, I would never date another man again. I would just be like, I'm done. I've seen enough. That's kind of how I feel now. I'm done. I've seen enough. Trust me. My little eyes have seen enough. They've seen all they could see. (laughs) Not the fucking Astro Glide. Okay. This one says, take a chance on this man or marry my boyfriend. Uh, hi, cutie Carly. I'm in a pickle and could use your words of wisdom. This might be long, so I apologize in advance. I've been dating my boyfriend for four years and we've lived together for a year. This last year has been tough as my boyfriend has really showed me that he's just a little boy and needs me to take care of him. We have been broken. I'm sorry. We have been broken up for the better part of living together, but we still have a great relationship and talk often, um, working things out. It's hard for me though, because I feel like I'm his mom more often than not. And making that makes our sex life non-existent. We have the sweetest puppy together. So giving him up seems awful. Uh, fast forward to me getting a new job last October, last October and meeting an absolute man, capital man, capital M a N. Uh, he is like something out of a dream, intelligent, amazing music taste and artist, and has so many things in common with me. It seems so unreal. Also, our sexual tension is out of this world. He's eight years older than me. Yikes. I'm 26 and he's 34. The first time we hung out was outside of work. He invited me over for drinks. And to my surprise, he lives alone in the most beautifully designed apartment. I even went to his bathroom to check and girlies. It's sparkling clean with no Dawn dish soap in the shower in sight and even a trash can with a liner and soft toilet paper. Oh, okay. Honestly, soft toilet paper is such an insane flex too. We don't talk about that enough. 
Uh, every time I've been to his apartment, even unexpectedly, it's so clean and tidy with all my favorite smell of incense in the air. Uh, I truly believe that he's a grown man with his life figured out. He knows my situation, but is really wanting me to make a decision because he sees us having a potential together. I sometimes think my boyfriend will grow up one day and we can make things work, but I'm also scared. I will be waiting around for him forever and never experience what it's like to be an adult in a relationship with an independent man. Am I letting the sexy older man cloud my judgment or is it time for me to cut the cord with my boyfriend who thinks I'm his mom? Thank you so much for taking the time to read this and kisses for you and the fur babies. Oh, well, thank you so much. Um, Okay. Here's my thing. I think the fact that you're even entertaining this older guy, which by the way, he's not that much older than you eight years. You're good. I I, I don't think that's anything that I would worry about. Um, but he's an adult. He's 34. To me, it's just like the fact that you're even giving it, um, attention or a I'm not saying allowing it to happen because you could be friends with whoever you want, but the fact that you're even considering it is telling me really mostly everything that I need to know about your relationship with your boyfriend. You guys are on and off all the time. He doesn't take care of himself. You feel like you're his mom. To me, that's enough. To me, I'm all set. And now you met this other guy who you see potential with. If it were me, I would say sayonara to my boyfriend and I would, and I would be with this other guy, but actually I probably wouldn't even jump into something right away. I would just like have fun with the other guy, hang out with him. You guys could be friends, see where it goes. No pressure. I wouldn't want to be pressured from going from one relationship to another because you are going to need time, um, you know, to heal. I don't know how long you and your boyfriend have been like on and off or split up or how you're feeling about it, whatever. Um, but just make sure that you have time to yourself too. You don't want to jump from one thing to another. I, but I wouldn't let this older guy pass me by. If I were you, he sounds kind of perfect. Um, you know, don't ever leave someone just because you are excited about someone else. I feel like that is a mistake because if it's just lust, that's kind of drawing you to them. Then when you hook up a little bit, the magic's kind of gone. Maybe there was this temptation because, and it was like exciting because you were in a relationship. You don't know what it's going to turn into. It's not, nothing's guaranteed. So if you would be feeling this way about your boyfriend, which it seems like you are before you even met this guy, or if this guy wasn't in the picture, I would say, pull the trigger, you know, and, and cut him loose. but keep us posted on that. Also guys, send me pictures of these guys that are hot. I mean, what are we doing here? What are we doing? Admin and little freaking JPEG. All right. So this one says, Hey girly. Uh, Hey girly, huge fan of yours. Uh, Not a secret to share, but the other day I was walking and my shoelace untied. And can we just talk about why it's so embarrassing to tie your shoe? It is embarrassing. Uh, I just got off the train and so many people were getting off and I noticed my laces flapping in the wind. I couldn't stop right there, drop my bag and then completely bend over and crouch down and tie my shoe. I don't know why it felt so embarrassing. I had to wait (laughs) until the crowd dispersed and then found a little spot to tie my shoe. Any who love the potty and say hi to Robert and Stanley. <laughs> Honestly, everything about that is embarrassing. Like the shoe being untied, like I never feel like more of an idiot than when my shoe's untied. I don't know why. It has nothing to do with intelligence. It's a thing that happens to everybody. 
Okay. But I just never feel more stupid than when my shoes untied. Cause I feel like, Oh, what, what is flapping around down there? My floppy shoelaces, please. And then, yeah, you can't just like crouch over with your ass in the air. Nightmare. We should all start. We should all bring back those curly laces. Do you remember the curly laces from when we were little girls? They were like, they look like those old telephone cords. And they were great because they were great for kids because you didn't have to know how to tie your shoe. You know, we should get those again. Okay. So this one says I accidentally went on a date and it was so bad. Oh, uh Oh, hi, Carly. I have been a fan of you for the longest. Oh, thank you so much. All the way back when you were on my TV as a teenager with the red hair on girl code, me and my bestie saw you and Jesse May in Austin last year and met you afterwards. And you were the sweetest baby angel. Oh, well, thank you so much. Oh, well, thank you so much. I know you guys hate when I say that. I'm never going to stop saying it. Last Friday, I had the worst quote unquote date of my life and was telling my best friend about it and thought I should write in immediately. So just to give you a backstory, last year in May, me and this man who I absolutely adored and who adored me for two and a half years broke up and it was so, so sad. No, really, I was devastated. I won't get into reasoning because that would take a book to write out. But listen, I didn't handle the breakup very well. A week after we split, I was out in the dating world trying to get the thoughts of him out of my system and finding my next husband right away was what I thought I needed to do to solve it all. Went on a lot of dates uh, with a lot of hotties and convinced myself that I was over him. Fast forward to October. I was forced to be honest with myself and chill. Anyway, I haven't dated since. And for the first time in my 20s, I'm spending time alone. I'm 28. And I mean, alone, alone, no texting, hanging out, entertaining, none of it. Once I feel ready and figure some other personal things out, I'll get myself back out there and find my forever baby daddy. Now that I've explained a little to you, you might understand my frustration when I found myself on the absolute worst state of my life. And the most annoying part is I didn't even realize I was on a date. Oh God, no, this is so scary. Oh my God. I'm like shaking. I'm fidgeting. My leg is fidgeting reading this. This guy I know from mutuals does music and I've always thought he was cool, interesting and talented, whatever. He reached out to me last week to see if I had any plans in the upcoming weekend. I thought he might be having a show here or working on a project and I've always wanted to be a part. Um, so I said that I had no plans. He then asked me to go to the smash and crab on Friday. (laughs) What the hell is the smash and crab? Please don't say smash and crab. Like I know what the smash and crab is. Hold on. Let me look it up. The smash and crab. Hold on. It sounds good though. It sounds honestly delicious. Okay. It is. Ooh. Okay. It says we have the best seafood. We're serving fresh crab shrimp and oysters in a relaxed and festive atmosphere. Okay. We love to see that for my girlies. It does sound like a date though. Uh, I know what you're thinking. Hello, this sounds like a date. Okay, you read my mind. Uh, But I don't want to flatter myself into assuming, so I agreed, thinking nothing would come of it. Friday came around, and there I was, driving to meet him. Because I already committed, I figured that I would meet him there so that he wouldn't think that it was a date. 
first off, he's shutting down already and looking very nervous, also dirty, like very, very messy, unkept. I know I fucked up right away. Keep in mind that this dude is not attractive and I have zero romantic feelings for him. My plan was to get in and out as quickly as possible and maybe share a nice conversation with a friend. The waiter came over and asked if it was our first date. Oh my God, no. Nope. No, no, no. <laughs> she says, kill me. To that, I replied, no, we're just hanging out. Then this man started asking the waiter about prices. So I'm thinking I would just order something cheap to be polite in case he picked up the bill. I get an $8 basket of cod and fries. He orders a drink from the bar, oysters, a crawfish boil, LOL, so many things. The crawfish came out and I'm so disgusted by those things. He started tearing them apart and the juices all over his hands and basically made me try one. Ooh, uh, they have so many guts and dirt in them. I seriously don't know how people are into eating those. I try my best to fill the air with as much conversation as I could, but he was so awkward and so nervous. The waiter came and asked how we wanted the bill. The man then asked him to split it, the bill down the middle. This isn't even something I'd be cool with one of my friends doing. I spent $40 on his food. I was so annoyed, but anyway, I wanted to get out of there. Don't worry. Things got worse. Oh my God. I'm, I'm already dying. I'm not ready for more. <sighs> Don't worry, things got worse. <laughs> I really thought at worst he'd try to come on to me by asking to go to a bar afterwards or maybe just keep hanging. As I'm walking to my car, he awkwardly grabbed my hips and tries to pull me in. Not at the freaking smashing crab. Not him trying to grab my girly and kiss my girly in the smashing crab parking lot. He cocked his head and looked down at me. Meanwhile, I was turning my entire body away from him and then said this, quote unquote, I was wondering if you were doing anything after this. I feel like, oh, I feel like it took every ounce of confidence that he had to be asking me this. I looked up at, as I was backing up and said I was going to go meet up with my friends. He then replied saying, I was hoping we can go to your apartment. Oh my God, he's a killer. No, this guy's a killer. I was hoping we can go to your apartment in what universe and me, a tragically non-confrontational person didn't get mad about it until I drove away. Anyway, of course I said no. And I just left. I couldn't understand why he would first of all, think that things were going well. And second of all, assume that I would invite him back to my private space for sexy time Bye. me and my friends have all had a laugh about this. <laughs> oh my God. On a side note, how could you go? How would you go about getting over someone who you had such a deep and lovely connection and relationship with. I realized that my ex had a lot of things that he couldn't give me, but I now know that I was settling. Um, he was also very kind and loving and really the best boyfriend I've ever had. I truly do consider him to be a good person, just not nearly mature or healed enough for what I want right now or in a husband. No judgment. Uh, this is just a hard thing for me to admit and come to a conclusion about. I'm sure he has complaints about me too, because I'm not perfect by any means. Again, I think the world of him, even though he hurt me a lot. Our chemistry and how we loved each other was really the most unexplainable thing. In parentheses, have I mentioned before he was absolutely the most beautiful man I've ever seen and smart and charming and all of the things. So he has some mental health stuff and bad trauma that he decided to never really look out or handle. He always said that I was the closest thing to unconditional love that he ever experienced because everyone before me in his life would just leave. 
which also broke my heart. I definitely think some self-sabotage went down. Also, to put it simply, he let me go. Uh, and really, that's reason enough. Yes, girl, I agree with you. Um, it got to a point where he made his choice about this. And honestly, I should have left way before he did. All of our friends and family know how crazy we were about each other. And it's really just been so hard to let go. We don't speak and I don't creep on him. I'm trying besides avoiding dating for a while and healing. Um, what have you done in the past to get over men that are awesome, but just not for you and just not at a place where they need to be to meet the standards that you have. Have you ever been there? Thanks so much. And love you to my toes. Hug the fur babies for me. Oh, of course. Um, I'm sorry that you're going through this. First of all, the the first date story was unbelievable. It was unbelievable. Everything about it made me queasy. And I'm sorry that you went through that. And I'm sorry that you're going through a breakup. Because uh, these things do, I know it was a while, a little while ago, but these things do take some time to get over and, you know, you got to heal. But of course, I think, I think we've all been there before. And it's really sad um, when you're with somebody that you adore and you really love them and, and you feel like they're your person. Um, but some people aren't meant like, it's, it's sad when you love someone and that person isn't your forever person. I think this is something that we all go through, especially, you know, especially like late twenties, early thirties, I've noticed a lot of people because you're kind of transitioning from you know, a young person that's just like, oh, I'm dating around. We'll see what happens. No pressure. I don't want anything. I'm not looking for a husband to girls who are like, I've been with my boyfriend for seven years and he doesn't want to get married. And we're still living like we did when we were 20. You know, I think that it's an interesting transition phase because you are really becoming, you know, a grown adult and you're looking into your future. You're not just like a 21 year old where you're like, oh, I wonder what we're going to do just this weekend. Um, so it's very, very common, um, that you kind of, in a way, grow apart. You both want different things, you know, realistically that the person can't give you what you need. And I had been in that situation before where I was with somebody, I really loved them. I really cared about them. And I looked at what my life would have been, um, because, to reference an email that we got in earlier today, where you just feel like you're somebody's mother. Like I looked at where I would have been and he lied and he was always messy, like being messy. And it was just always something else. He was angry. He was, you know, he was too much, but, um, you know, we got along in a nice way. We like, I really, why do I always fucking say you guys, why do I always say in a nice way. I remember naming one of the podcasts, something like I liked him in a nice way, because why do I always say that when I'm recording? I never say that. It's not even a phrase, but anywho, um, we got along and I just felt like, I don't want to be chasing you around. I don't want to be reminding you to do certain things. I, you know, I just want to take care of myself. If I wanted to have kids, I would, I would have squeezed one out, you know, but I had to make peace with that. I had to say either I'm going to be, I'm going to have to accept this and deal with this for the rest of my life. If I want to marry this person or I move on and either be alone or I move on and find somebody else or whatever the case may be. Um, so it is very common what you're going through and it doesn't make it any easier, 
but um you'll be all right you'll be all right it these things just it's unfortunate but the only thing i can say is that these things just take time you know um sometimes you love somebody but they're not your forever person sometimes you love somebody and they meant they were meant to just be your friend the whole time you know where they they were meant to take you to a new place in life it's just you kind of have to look at i look at people like learning experiences you know but you'll be okay it's just you gotta you gotta just sit sit with it i was talking to my friend um the other night oh no did did my speaker come out did my speaker come out? Okay. We're still recording. Um, I don't know what the hell's going on with my microphone here, but I was talking to my friend the other night and she was saying that this, uh, you know, I was really went through a really bad breakup once and she was like, I couldn't get you out of your damn house. Like for forever, I wouldn't leave my house forever. And then she's like, and the first time we had met up that you like would come out, we went out to eat. She's like, and you were so tiny. She's like, girl, you weren't eating. You had anxiety. You weren't like girlies the way. And I said to her, I said, you want to know what? It's not fair that that has to be when you're sad. Like nobody even got to see me when I was at my, my, my tiniest. (laughs) Nobody even got to see me because I wouldn't leave the damn house. But it took me a while. It takes a while, you know, but, but you get through it and it's a learning experience and it makes you stronger and all the things. I know it sounds, you know, corny to say that, but it really is true. And we also have our friends over at Upstart. It can be hard to see the light at the end of the tunnel when you have high interest debt. That's where Upstart comes in. Upstart powered personal loans can help you pay down high interest debt. All online with simple and easy to understand payment terms, whether it's paying off your credit cards, consolidating high interest debt, or funding personal expenses, Upstart can help you get one uh, fixed monthly payment with a clear payoff date. Upstart knows that you're more than just your credit score, so their model considers other factors like your income and your employment to find you a smarter rate for your loan. Uh, Don't wait and check out your rate today at upstart.com slash secretkeepers. That's upstart.com slash secretkeepers to check out your rate today. Don't forget to use our URL to let them know that I sent you. Loan amounts will be determined based on your credit income and certain other information provided in your loan application. Go to upstart.com slash secret keepers. Okay. This one says, I feel like a virgin again. Hey, Carly and the sweet baby angel, Robert and the stubby kind of, the stubborn kind of sussy boy, Stanley. I came out of the closet and lost my virginity at 32. I'm 33 now. I lucked out and found my person right out the gate, but lately we went from a steady sex life to nothing. And before we started quote unquote banging, I even saw a sex coach so that I wouldn't bore her when we did it. Oh, how cute are you? That's actually the cutest thing we've ever heard on this podcast. Anyway, we were doing pretty good at first and now she barely kisses me. I'm almost always have to initiate it. I'm beginning to think that I'm the problem and I don't bring it up to her because I don't want to make it worse. Please help. And then she gives a fuck, Mary kill. Uh, oh no, this is a very specific fuck, Mary kill. And I love it. So 
I think that there's ebbs and flows in a relationship. I do think, I know that it's kind of an awkward conversation to have, but I do think that the best thing for you to do is to talk it out with her. Um, because she will eat maybe like you guys are just in, you know, these things ebbs and flow, they ebb and flow. Um, so you guys could be at like a low point right now and there's just no, um, I don't, I don't even know what to call it. I, I feel like there is, there will be like a good amount of time where whether I'm in a relationship or not, whether I'm hooking up with anyone or not, but I'm just like not in the mood. Maybe she's going through something like that. And the only way to find out is for you to ask her, for you to bring it up to her and just say how you said it to me. Like, oh, I feel like something's, you know, I'm starting to feel a little paranoid because I feel like I always initiate it. Is it something that you want to switch up? Is it something that I'm doing wrong? Is it something, you know, I just don't want to feel, you should be able to feel free sexually in your relationship and you should feel free to speak to your partner, um, about things like this that come up. It's, it's important. It's necessary. And it's kind of like becomes an elephant in the room. If you don't talk about it, because it's like, you know, and you know that I know, so why are we not discussing this? Um, I don't think she'll be shocked if you bring it up to her. And that's really, really the only thing. Cause you want to know what girl you're just going to end up driving yourself crazy. And, and what's, what's the point in that? Um, okay. And the next one says slouching girly for life. Hello, Carly and the two princes. I was listening to the podcast about the stomach, the stomach crease. You were saying you were a slug slouch on a date with some guy. Girl, you are not alone at all. My friend and I were so tired of being slouches in all the group photos or being cringy background slouches on IG photos that we came up with a secret code word to warn each other in public when there are hot guys and judgy bitches around. <laughs> Uh, the code is unicorn as in use your core, but a way less embarrassing thing to be shouting across in a conversation. Anywho, feel free to use this technique when you're out and about and want to look like a baddie with a full erect spine. Oh, that I'll definitely use this. I'm going to start telling my friends to check me because like you guys, I'm talking into the microphone like this and I'm slouching. Do you want to hear what I sound like? How far away from the microphone I am when I sit up straight? Hold on. Let me do it. Hello. Can you tell the difference? Hold on. I'm slouching. Ready? Now I'm up here. I mean, my voice is so different. Maybe I can actually sing. Imagine I'm an amazing singer and I just never knew. <laughs> I never knew it because my back was never <laughs> straight. Okay. It's too damn early, you guys. I'm sorry. Um, and then she gives a fuck, Mary kill. Let's go to the let's do the fuck Mary kills. So this one is thrift shopping, poolside lounging and a night out on the town. Well, I have news for my girlies. It's April spritz season. Okay. May not feel like it right now in New York. Cause it's kind of cold today, but it's the spritzy season girls. So, you know, how I, you know, that I'm going to be out in, wearing halter tops all damn summer long. So I'm going to marry night on the town. I'm going to fuck. Wow. I, I love all of these things, though, because then I have to either fuck poolside lounging. No, I have to either kill poolside lounging or kill thrift store shopping. And I truly can't decide. You know what? This is a kind of a seasonal question, right? 
So I'm gonna, I'm gonna fuck poolside lounging, marry night on the town and kill thrifting, even though I really don't want to, but I do feel like, um, it's the only way it's the only way. Cause you got to lounge by the pool. Uh, okay. And this next one says, no, okay. So this is the fuck Mary kill. No Trader Joe's, no diet Coke or no kitty cats. I'm killing no kitty cats because we need the kitty cats in our life. Um, no Trader Joe's, no diet Coke. I'm going to marry. Oh, these are all things that I love too. I'm going to marry no diet. No, 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 no. I'm going to fuck no diet Coke. Cause I could go every once in a while with no diet Coke. It's okay. I'm going to marry no Trader Joe's because there are a lot of other grocery stores. There's only one diet Coke. So you gotta have that in the mix. Um, and then you can't live without cats. So that's the only way, but I love you guys sending questions to secretkeepersclub at gmail.com. Thank you so much for tuning in to this episode. It's so happy. Uh, I, it's so happy. I'm so happy to be back. It's so great to sit and chit chat with my girlies. You can send in questions to secretkeepersclub at gmail.com and we'll see you next week. Bye.